0: Greetings, everyone. I wanted to uh, let you know we have a little bit of audio gold for you. And here's a small snippet, and we will start our episode. At the end, you can listen to the full <laughs> experience. <laughs> so stay tuned. We're, we're going to ask you last because I imagine yours is going to be a lot better than ours. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know.
1: I don't know. I, I'm i still processing it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I all think right. we all would be. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, hold on.
2: Uh,
0: Was that on your side, uh, Dave?
2: Excuse me.
0: I'm going to go with yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, over here. Leo,
0: Leo. 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 Record this. <laughs> it's recording. <laughs>
2: So
1: so what what he didn't tell you is he got a new pet
3: octopus. (laughs) (laughs) And three
1: chipmunks. (laughs) They apparently need a lot of
0: exercise. (laughs) This is episode 247 on March 29th, 2018. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira.
3: I'm Dave Potner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. <laughs>
0: Greetings, so, gentlemen.
3: <laughs> sorry, uh,
0: something just made me laugh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you see a picture of me? No. <laughs> no, I would be laughing
1: way harder. If that
0: was the- <laughs> uh, welcome, gentlemen. How are you guys doing? Let's start with you, Dave.
2: Not doing pretty good this week. Not a lot of photography, to be honest. Um, did have a chance um, to get out a little bit on Monday and notice we had a pretty clear sky. And every time I've tried to take a picture of the moon, it's been more at night. But it was a pretty clear sky. The moon wasn't quite full. Um, It was eh, right around 6 o'clock or so. So I figured I'd give it a try. Uh, Used the Camera Plus anti-shake mode and did a maximum zoom, which I know know, using um, digital zoom doesn't always work great. But having the anti-shake seemed to help a lot and got a pretty decent photo of the moon in the um, evening sky going on, which normally, like I said, normally it isn't. it normally doesn't turn out that well for me. And um, same night was just trying to get around looking for some macro photography, and that's when I saw the uh, feather in the yard, too. Hmm. Again, using the, the macro mode on camera plus and kneeling down because we always, anytime at least I, I, if I try to step back and imagine what do I look like trying to get a macro shot, you know, hunched down on my knees with the phone right in front of my face, uh, just trying to stay still. Imagine it looks kind of weird from the outside of preserver, but it turned the photo turned out really well and just had to do a little bit of editing afterwards. Other than that, not an awful lot of uh,
3: photography this week though.
0: Okay. Greg, how are you doing?
3: I'm doing pretty good. Um, I had a chance to go out and actually do some shooting this week. woo uh, Yeah. I went out with my cousin, Michelle, who's in the chat room, and we did some um, long exposure shots for water and got some nice veiling, you know, the veiling effect. I uh, went to a couple of different locations around here and um, oh, spent all afternoon you know, with these two places, just, I, and I even did some video stuff. So I'm going to put a bunch of it together for the Tiny Shutter YouTube page and uh, probably make it part of the uh, Chasing Landscapes series, uh, make it a Canadian edition. Yeah. But Yeah, but it was fun. Um, you know, just, just had a great time uh, finally getting out and doing some shooting for a change.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And now you're getting a whole lot of rain, right? Uh, just a little bit,
3: not too much. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, it was kind of just drizzly all day, really. But yesterday was ideal. It was overcast, and then the sun would come out a little bit. But um, in general, it was an overcast day, so that's my favorite kind of uh, conditions for shooting, because I just love the, um, you know, the nice, even lighting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, unfortunately for my northern friends, it's still kind of, wet and cold, but, uh, it's been in the seventies, almost eighties over here. And, uh, I can't complain too much. (laughs) Better not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very cool. Matt, how are you doing? I'm good, Joe. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good so far. Good. I got tomorrow off. There you go. (laughs) What you been up to? Well, once
1: again, it's been another week of not quite the type of photography that I like to do. However, I did add a lot of photos to my camera roll this week. Mostly family stuff, though. Um, We're going on vacation this coming weekend. So this past weekend, we did like the Easter thing. Um, with grandparents and then, you know, here at home for our son and everything. So, um, one of the things that I did was, uh, uh, like when I do all these family pictures and usually I take a lot of them, um, I don't really like to like edit them, you know, like like I would with a landscape picture. I don't like to go sure. into, like, light or Snapseed and, you know, adjust each little parameter. So, um, I really love using the Lucid app. Um, and that's, uh, I don't remember who the developer is, but it used to be called Perfectly Clear. And it's really just, like, one button, you sure. know. Sure click one button and it makes some adjustments for you. And I'm usually happy with the way it turns out. Um, I did have one picture that was kind of a like a close-up of Easter eggs that my son had colored um, where I went into the extensions in the photos app and selected the polar app. And oh, in yeah. the, in that app, I was able to go into like the, the HSL panel, the hue, oh, saturation, gosh. and luminance, and then kind of – tweak individual colors so i could really make the eggs stand out without affecting the saturation of the overall picture and then i went ahead and um added a lot of those pictures and a few video clips that i took um into the quick app and that's put out by gopro and just made like a little like one minute video of you know our Easter weekend or whatever to share with my family, and that that you know turned out pretty good. It was a lot of fun making that.
0: Very cool. I love Polar. It's I even use it on my my desktop as a way to download and do it on my oh cool. my desktop on my laptop. You know, so yeah, yeah. I, I, I forgot they that. have like the website or whatever. Yeah.
1: So. Today, um, I had a a somewhat unique experience, and I'll incorporate some iPhone photography talk into this as much as I can, and I'll make this as brief as I can, too. But I'm still like processing my day today, because it was... (laughs)
2: That's good. That's good.
0: (laughs) We're like, before you got on, we're like, dude, I should get like hailed to the chief. It's going to take too long. And Dave's like, I got it. uh Nice.
1: That's good. That was real good. (laughs) All right. So, so here, here's what happened. So, um, like I live in Ohio, as a lot of, you know, and, uh, president Trump was uh, come into ohio to give a speech about uh infrastructure or something i don't know in any case he was flying into uh, cleveland which is only like an hour from me and my sister is part of the air force one advance team so wow nice. so basically yeah what they do is they provide logistics and security and do a bunch of stuff to make sure that Air Force One arrives and departs safely from, you know, wherever the the president's going. So, because of her, um, I got an invitation to come to the viewing area to, you know, see Air Force One and see president trump and everything get off the plane and whatnot so me and my family my wife and my son we went up to the airport this morning and like pretty much from the get-go it was just like a surreal experience um i kind of went into the day just kind of thinking that like yeah it's going to be cool and everything but like I've, I've seen air force one a whole bunch of times not like up close mm-hmm. but i've seen right. it like more than a handful of times in my life. Um, So I was just kind of like, yeah, you know, whatever. It's going to be neat seeing it up close or whatever, but whatever. Well, (laughs) it was super cool. So we drive up there and we had to park at this convention center that's next to the airport. And from there, we got on a, a bus and it was a tour bus, which was a little bit overkill, but it was cool. Cause we were like practically the only people on it. So we sat right up front. My son thought it was like the coolest thing ever we're on this big bus. Yeah. <laughs> and the bus took us to the fire station at the airport. And then we walk in the fire station and that's when things really started getting like, wow, this is totally crazy. I can't believe this is happening. We walk in the door and there's a, a, table there with some people sitting at it. And the first person was like some kind of like uh, press person that worked at like the White House. And he looks right at me and he says, you must be Major Hoffman's brother. Uh, uh, I'm like, uh, yes, I am. And he's like, oh yeah, it's great to have you here. Hands us like a bag of food uh, that my sister went out and bought for us, like like for lunch or whatever. And then we had to go through like, like a little bit of a rigmarole is kind of like going through the security at the airport, you know, empty your pockets, get uh, wanded down by secret service. Then after that, Uh, this other lady comes up to us and I think she was secret service. And she says, "Um, are you major Hoffman's brother? And I was like, yes, yes, I am. And she's like, okay, um, you guys follow me. I'm going to escort you. So we walk through the fire station and we're walking through this maze of like secret service and like military police. And there's these like police officers that are like just decked out in like crazy gear you know all the kevlar vests and everything and backpacks that definitely had sniper rifles inside of them yeah and um and then they take us out into like the where they keep the fire trucks normally and then there was like a group of people out there that had all been invited that were that was like the staging area of sorts so we hung out there for just a little tiny bit and then from there we had to get on a another bus tour bus again to drive the, I don't know, quarter mile or whatever from the fire station to the, what they called the viewing pen, (laughs) (laughs) you know, just a little like fenced off area close to where air force one was going to park. So we go out there um, and I had my Sony camera, my NEX seven mirrorless camera and my my phone, obviously my iPhone 10. So I was thinking like, well, I don't know if I'm really going to use the phone that much. I'd probably want to zoom in with my zoom lens mm-hmm. on my mirrorless camera. Well, it was raining and I'm also carrying a four and a half year old. Yeah. <laughs> and it was yeah. just like impossible to use you know, the mirrorless camera, which I figured out really quickly. So I mostly use the phone. So um when Air Force One landed, you know, I decided the best thing that I could possibly do is shoot video. And I'll tell you what, man, it's so nice having the dual lenses on the phone and being able to zoom, you know, with the two times lens. I use that almost exclusively today. And, wow. um, you know, not that the plane was like super far away or anything, but it just made it like a thousand times better, um, in my opinion. So plane landed and it taxis up. And then my sister, uh, was actually the one out on the tarmac, like, uh, she called it marshalling the plane. But like, if you've ever been to the airport and you see the guys out there with like the orange sticks, they're like doing the arm movements, directing the plane, like to park or whatever Mm -hmm. that that's what she was doing. Wow. So the plane rolls up, it parks and then uh um you know they open this door and steps come down and then eventually President Trump came out and the transportation secretary came out and for some reason President Trump's daughters were with him and they came out and um because it was like pouring rain uh he didn't walk the hundred yards or whatever over to us to like shake hands and stuff. He pretty much just like waved and did like a fist pump thing. Um, And then, you know, uh, there was people that were dignitaries of some sort that were there at the bottom of the steps that he was talking to for a minute and then got in the motorcade, which is insane, by the way, it's like a parade of like a hundred vehicles. It's so crazy. And then he drove away. So then after all that was over, um, I was instructed by my sister to not get back on the bus. So we're hanging (laughs) out, hanging out, hanging out. And then my sister comes over and it was picture time. So we got to go right up to Air Force One, like right up to it and then stand on the stairs and – My sister took pictures of, you know, my wife and my son and I, uh, you could see the presidential seal on the plane and the whole nine yards. Um, and then we got a picture with my sister standing with us and some like air force one security guy took the pictures. And then we're just kind of milling about like standing around the plane, just like marveling at how cool it is that we are just like, we're right there. I mean, we could touch it, you know, this is so neat. And, um, there's a conversation happening behind me about who, who can get a tour of the plane. Like typically it's reserved for, um, immediate family of like the staff and the service people, but they consider that like a spouse, right? Not Mm. like, like like a brother, sister, that kind of thing. And, then there was kind of like I'm overhearing like that's just ridiculous blah 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 the next thing I know I'm being told by one of the Air Force One uh, people uh, I don't know who he was but just someone that worked exclusively on Air Force One if you don't make a big deal about it we can give you a tour right now oh wow (laughs) yeah so like our jaws hit the floor so We got a tour of like, I don't know, probably 75% of the plane. I mean, we saw the president's office, the president's private quarters, you know, the conference room where secret service, uh, you know, sits where the press sits. Uh, we got to go see the cockpit, the communications area on the plane, which is out of control. Amazing. Um, The only thing that stinks is I don't have any pictures to share of any of that. They said, absolutely no pictures. They took my phone, took my camera, um, all that stuff gave me a whole nother pat down wand rigmarole before I was able to go on the plane or whatever, but what an amazing experience. And just to see, the amount of planning, the amount of personnel, just everything that goes into what essentially was a, a two hour trip for Trump. I mean, he, he came, he was here two hours and left. It was just astounding. It you know, I'm still trying to take it all in and, and process it. It was just absolutely amazing. Mm. And
0: that is crazy.
1: Yeah. And and I hope <laughs> You know, I'm I'm not saying anything political here. I mean, I, to me, it doesn't matter uh, it, with this kind of experience, like who the president is or what any what I think about the president or what anyone thinks about it. It's 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 me being able to get close to the president and being able to you know see something that I ordinarily most people do not get to see. You know, that's what it was all about for us. So it was just so cool. So stinking cool. And the funny thing is, is in, in two days we're, we're flying to, to Florida and my son, he's been on a plane, but when he was a baby, so he doesn't remember it. So here we are, we're on air force one, which is, you know, fancy beyond belief. And that's going to totally probably skew his perception of like <laughs> what it means to be on a plane, you know. When we when we jump on a on a welcome
0: to the cattle call, son. <laughs> <yep>.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that'll be interesting on on Saturday when we get on the plane and it's nothing like Air Force One. I'll be oh inter- man, I'll just think it's funny if he makes a comment about it, but um. Very cool. What a cool experience. And I, you know, I did get a lot of pictures, um, and with, with both cameras, although it was hard with the Sony because of the rain. Um, it was just wipe the lens off, take a shot, wipe the lens off, take a shot kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but I'm still, uh, kind of going through them and editing. I have a a video already about 75% done. Um, So, hopefully, I'll share that real soon. And um, yeah, so that's what I've been up to.
0: (laughs) So, Joe, what did you do today? (laughs) Oh, I went to work.
3: <laughs> no, oh, that's, that's, that's that's really so cool, cool joe tell us more oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, well thank no, you very no, much matt because now the rest of our lives are so mundane and boring <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 no!
1: like give <laughs> <get> me like <laughs> so next week i honestly i probably won't be on the show Um, and so the following week I'll have more stories to tell you probably. And then after that, I'll promise I'll get back to my boring old self. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, Cause you're, you're going to Cape Canaveral. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Yeah. I'd love to see a, um, either a rocket or, you know, some manned, uh, flight take place from there just, uh well just to that's just what to I, see it happen
1: that's what i'm hopefully going to see on monday
0: ooh well 2 weeks from today market everybody we're going to have another epic story <laughs> <laughs> i hope so oh wow that is so cool um yeah i can't i i definitely wanted to put you last on here because <laughs> anything after that would have been just totally you know
1: <laughs> Maybe this is what I'll try to do from now on. I'll be boring for like two months and then just have some epic story to tell you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's so cool. All right. Let me play this. News team.
3: Assemble.
0: All right. Well, uh, real quick, I wanted to mention something. Because I mentioned probably about mm, four or five weeks ago that there was an update coming to iOS and it happened today. I was just like flipping through going, Oh, I wonder if it's even come up yet. And boom, there it was. Uh, so, uh, iOS 11.3 has come out. And, uh, previously I had mentioned that it was going to have the battery life indicator, something or another on there. And it does, but, uh, We'll see how that works out. Right now, it shows on my phone that my battery is 90%, I guess. And uh, I thought, well, you know, I wonder if it just, over time, will just start counting down. So, I guess we'll find out. But it's in beta, and if that helps us or not, will will be interesting because most likely... um, when the time comes, I may, you know, if it gets real bad, I I will probably take it in to have the battery re- replaced. But, uh, so that, that's something to, uh, look for. And then they had some other stuff for iPhone 10, other nonsense, like, uh, um, you know, not, not virtual reality with augmented reality, you know, and emojis. But you, you all can look into that for those that have the iPhone 10. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else uh, up, uh, Update their uh, iOS I updated I right it just
3: as we were sitting Sitting down to the show here
2: Oh
0: I'll say I did mine
2: just before the show And it looks like everything's The same for most part yeah. Which is always a good thing
0: <laughs> Yes
3: uh, yeah. You guys yeah. are yeah, it braver like than it me Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah it didn't brick it didn't brick my phone, you know typically we wait we always say always wait to you know uh to let those uh brave soldiers take the arrows as they uh, uh as they come in because you know, you don't want to be the one oh yeah, I upgraded, and then all of a sudden my phone bricked um but uh, I was like, you know what? I think they're past that you know where they're going to put something out there that would totally brick a phone. Yeah, I'd
3: have to agree. I think they're they're doing a lot better with their releases now.
0: Yeah, and no, honestly,
2: I, I I waited until a little a couple hours after it was out. And I figured if there was going to be any major issues going on, um, it would pe- people would have reported on it much. You know, would have been thousands of people saying, "Oh no, my phone's brick," and then people saying, "Please don't update," type thing. So I figured give it a couple hours and and be brave for the podcast.
0: Very cool. All right, uh, let's move on. We have uh, some updates to uh, apps, and uh, Greg, let's start with you.
3: Okay, um, I'm going to talk about a new app that just hit the App Store publicly today, but I've been using it for probably two or three weeks now because I got an email from um, one of the co-founders. The app is called Dayflash. And it's <clears throat> excuse me. It's like a photo sharing app. It's kind of similar to Instagram, but what's nice about it is that when when you look at the photos, they're full screen and mostly vertical. You you can put uh, a, like a landscape oriented photo in there, and then it'll just have like a colored background above and below it. But um, it, it's a it's a pretty cool app, and it has. Um, they call your posts um, takes. So they call it a take because you're taking a picture, I guess. Mm -hmm. So um, when you open the, open the app and go to the home screen, you've got your home feed. So anybody that you're following, they'll, their photos will be there from the images that they've put up, you know, recently or that day. And uh, I'm looking at a couple of them now, and there's some really good photographers on there. So, I got this email from the co-founder and uh, they gave me early access to it. Uh, They were going to feature me on the, um, like, like an Explorer page. And um, um, they encourage people to put their Instagram account on their profile because they would like to kind of work together with not really work together with Instagram, but help promote your Instagram uh, and kind of go back and forth that way, I think. And, um, yeah, you know, you can typically do likes. Uh, when you're looking at an image that's full screen, if you swipe up, um, I'd say but the lower third comes up where you, you hit see the photographer's name or the account name, um, if there's any likes or comments on it or whatever. And when you swipe down, you're actually liking the photo. So... Uh, With Instagram, it's like a double tap. So, with this, it's a swipe down. Okay. And then you can upload photos. And when you do that, there's a section called the share later wall. So, you can load up to 100 photos into there for sharing whenever you want to share them. Um, uh, Let's see here. You can. uh, So, when you upload a photo, you can upload it from your um, photos app in your phone. And. It generally goes full screen right off the bat, so it'll be like a um, like a vertical image with the with the sides cropped off. If it's a you know if it's a landscape oriented photo, and um, but you can pinch that down so that the whole photo shows, and then you've got your your whole image there. Um, let's see here, what else does it have? Um, yeah, so the home screen, explore uh, notifications. The notifications are a lot like Instagram <clears throat> in that it shows um, who liked your photo or who starts following you. And at the top of that page, on the on the left, there's a news, um, a word that says news, and you can um, click on that. And the news looks a lot like um, Instagram's notifications where if you swipe to the right, you can see what other people are liking.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: so it's kind of the same as as, as Instagram in that respect. And there's another thing in the middle that says, on the top of that page in the middle, it, shows, it says transfers. Um, I'm not sure what that is yet. I haven't tried it, but um, oh, I'm sure one day I will. But th- this thing, it just went public today, so... Um, if you're looking for a, a nice-looking app that, that, to share your photos, give it a look. It's called Day Flash. And um, uh, I'm really liking it. Uh, oh, something else you can do is after you've posted your photos, um, after a day, you can pin them to your history. So when you go to your profile... It says, you know, it has your profile picture, your name, a little bio similar to, to Instagram again. And then under that is day flash where you tap on that and that's just the photos you've added that day. And then below that is your history. So where it says history, there's a little, looks like a little push pin. When you push that or you, you touch that pin and it shows you all the photos that you've put up. And if you if you've pinned them, then there's a, a purple pin in the corner of the image. But if you haven't pinned them, then it's a, like a little white circle. So you can tap on the circle to pin them. So if you want to keep all your pictures there f- that you've posted um, for everybody to see, you pin them. If you don't pin them, then they go away after the one day. Oh. So it's, I don't know, it, it's kind of neat. Um,
0: so h- how did you find out about these people again?
3: They sent me an email, uh, said, "Oh, we saw your Instagram profile, and we really like what you're doing with your iPhone," and asked, and basically asked me if I'd be interested in taking part in a pre-release um, campaign where, you know, they would they would feature me on the Explore page and all this stuff. So apparently, there's been, you know, a few thousand people from Instagram that they've reached out to, and um, uh, now that it's public, I don't know. Like I I I noticed myself. Featured on the Explore page a couple times, but now that it's gone public, I don't know if uh, you know how often that might happen. But um, you know, there's uh, looks like there's one there's about fifteen or so accounts on the Explore page right now that are being featured, and uh, it's um, you know it's it's a nice looking app and it works very well. Uh, I haven't really come across any glitches Mm -hmm. at all so um, we'll put a link to it in the show notes. Uh, they've got a blog on Tumblr where you can look at things and, you know, get a, get a feel for what it looks like and see if it's something you want to join. But it's free, and the app went live on the App Store today.
0: Cool. Well, I just followed you.
3: Oh, sweet. <laughs> there you are, yeah. So, yeah, it's, and, you know, I know, like, you know, when when Vero came out, you know, all these things come out and sometimes people are a little reluctant to go on them because, of, oh, it's just another thing to worry about. And that's okay. I mean, it's these things aren't going to be for everybody, but um, I like to play around with them. Some, sometimes I'll stay with them. Sometimes I won't. But uh, with this one here, it's it's got some pretty good promise, I think.
0: Yeah. Looks interesting. Yeah. I'll definitely check it out. This year, and then yeah, I, I. It's always one of those things that you know. It's I'm surprised that you know we haven't heard anything. We'll probably hear some other photographers say, "Oh yeah, come on there and follow me," you know, type yeah. thing. Is like, "Oh yeah, I really want to." Not really. Oh sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm I'm curious to see, you know, how this turns out. Because do you guys remember? Like uh, when um, not uh, Yahoo had it what was it uh, um what was the uh, it's just escaped my mind I, Yahoo keeps popping up in my head what Flickr uh, Flickr thank you oh, yeah when Flickr was you know having a hard you know they were you know, a lot of people like saying oh Flickr Flickr is having trouble blah 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 and then like five hundred px came out. And all these other type uh, ones, you know, kind of came out. And, you know, I kind of wonder, you know, what they're like, if they're still going, you know, even though we know Flickr is still going, but who knows if it's just the momentum that it had. And, uh, you know, Instagram has always been like Flickr, except they had people that were (laughs) concerned on how it's. (laughs) It actually, oh, had, it's gonna they actually had the mobile app first where Flickr was like,
2: oh, yeah, they're going to yeah. come out with the mobile app. Eventually, maybe.
0: Yeah, eventually, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. yeah. No, not really. And, uh, you know, and then all these other ones are start- starting to kind of come around. But, you know, this one has, it looks like some promise. Yeah, I think so. Very cool. All right. And uh, let's see here think oh uh, so uh, next we have uh, focus update and I think Dave you have that I do yeah
2: um, they did do some uh, nice updates to it uh, so they added more manual uh, features in terms of working with white balance and exposure before actually while you're taking the photo so they made the camera a little bit um, a little bit more advanced without going manual, So it's still not overly hard to actually just take a picture, but um, you can actually just go and make some adjustments beforehand. Um, The bigger difference is after you take the photos, some of the adjustments they've added on top of it now that you can do is, and some of these are, because this is a free app, some of these are included with the free. Some of these you have to actually subscribe or do the one-time purchase with it. Uh, One thing that is behind the the paywall, which I really like, is the ability to brush and erase uh, what's in the foreground and in the background. So, you know, like sometimes you'll take a picture and it does a good job with trying to figure out distance. But there are some things you want to be in focus that maybe automatically it won't fix. Well, you can actually just go in and paint saying, "Okay, here's what I want to focus and here's, you know, don't focus on that part. And that goes along with the other one big update, which um, also is a little nice extra touch, and this one's actually uh, included at no charge, or included with the free part, is you can actually remove the background and make it transparent. Uh, You can do a black portrait similar to Apple's um, black and white stage lighting, or you can actually put another picture in the background, the n- another picture in the background, I really – it doesn't work as well. Um, i rather use a blending app, to be honest. But the ability to say, you know, here's my subject and make make it transparent. And you can save it and then export and do work in other parts by making it transparent. I can see that is a big help. Uh, they do have a couple of things like sit behind the paywall. Like you can add fog or snow or sandstorm, which – I guess if you're doing um, a, a depth effect as part of a um, a landscape, I can see where that'd be useful, or they have an HDR feature. But a lot of the other ones are just additional um, editing and effects that you can do either to the entire photo or only to the front part in focus or the background. So you can do it separately too, which is, again, a nice little touch if you wanted to add on top of it.
0: Very cool.
3: Is that the one, Dave? Where you can actually erase the background and save the foreground as a, um, a PNG file? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. That's what I thought.
2: Yeah. W- which and that's really I, I. I can imagine someone who is used to you. I'm not so much into layers, just because of my background not being there, but. You know, taking a picture, being able to have this cut out and give you the foreground only, and then add that in on top of something else. I can see where that would be really useful. Just like you said, just being able to put, if you want to cut out all the clutter for the rest of the photo, which you know the focus effect kind of does anyway, but really get rid of everything, just put in put something on a nice background. I can see that really being useful for people. So definitely a nice a nice little update to the app. And it seems, and I hate to say this, but it's always something to keep in mind with apps of it's still stable. Where, yeah. where I know anytime you make it any adjustment to a little bit of software code, and of course no one does it on purpose, but you make a little adjustment, all of a sudden something else doesn't work. We've all experienced things like that. But yeah, everything seems to be running nice and smooth with the uh, with the update here. Yeah. Very cool. And one follow up, um kind of unrelated. Um I've been trying to keep an eye out for the Google Lens edition to Google Photos that I mentioned two weeks ago when it was announced. And yeah. I'm not sure if anyone else, any you know, whoever uses, let's say, Google Photos, I have not noticed it rolled out yet. So for, yeah, if, if you have Google Photos and just happen to notice, if, it's, if you have it, that'd be great. Um, just kind of post something maybe to the Facebook group and your experience with, you know, some of the more advanced um, features when it comes to when you can take a picture and you know, it gives you more information what's in the photo or not. Um, just I haven't seen any updates in the news saying, you know, the slow rollout or if it's just – they're taking their time and rolling it out little bits at a time. So this is a follow up of something we met that I
0: mentioned uh, a little bit earlier. Yeah, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, all right, and uh, one more update. And uh, Greg, I think you have this. It's on Darkroom.
3: Yes, they've updated as well, and they have some um, features in their. Uh, uh, arsenal here for depth information as well. So if you take a photo um, in you know in a, a portrait mode, then you can actually uh, play with the uh, like the blur strength and whatnot of the foreground or background. Um, it's not like focus where you can actually tap to change the focus, but there is some um, uh, some changes you can make with that regard. And then, other than that, I would think that the only other thing is um, Halide integration. So I'll you know, know that these two are um, BFFs on Twitter. And yeah, on when you're looking at your your library in um, in Darkroom, in the top left-hand corner, beside the settings button, there's a Halide logo. So you tap that. And it takes you oh. straight to Halide. Well, it says darkroom wants to open Halide, so you just hit open, and it opens dark uh, opens Halide right to the camera, and you can shoot to your heart's content. And then um, once you're in in uh, Halide, and you're say you're viewing a picture, then you can bounce back to darkroom. So it's it's kind of a nice integration uh, going both ways there.
0: Oh, and it looks like they have a special offer to unlock everything. Oh, they said the hmm. pro package uh, was two ninety nine, and it's now one ninety nine. So oh, nice! Get get a whole dollar off. They said, "Do you want it?" Yes, I mm-hmm. do. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna play with that this weekend. Oh, great! It says you're all set. Purchase was success. very cool all right um anything else before we move on
3: well moment had a big announcement this week oh really Uh, matt did you want to talk about that one
1: um sure i wasn't prepared but sure
3: (laughs) i think you were kind of looking at it though were you not uh yeah i i was the other day yeah
1: Um, so basically, um, moment announced, um, I forget what they would call it. It's like the filmmakers pack or filmmakers accessories. Um, they came out with a a few new things. One of the things that, that kind of got me excited and that I had guessed correctly, uh, that they would come out with is a, Uh, battery case for the iphone 10 um so that that is something that we will see uh i don't know sometime this year i guess um they also have a new lens and this lens is um kind of geared more towards people that shoot video so if you do a lot of video and filmmaking and whatnot with your iphone 10 they have a a new um anamorphic lens so uh basically what that is it creates this um like vertical flare uh like when you get mm. a, a bright point of light in the scene it, it um you've probably seen it like in movies and stuff where there's like a mm-hmm. flare that kind of shoots vertically J. J. Abrams across used it a lot yeah. yeah like transformers and, and that kind of stuff um and I know Greg, I know you think it like it's kind of gimmicky. I think it's super <laughs> cool, but I also do think um, you know, that it's not appropriate for every situation. Um <laughs> but like like Moment did, in my opinion, they did a great job. They had a, a twenty-five minute um kind of like promo video and it was really entertaining because it's um Couple of the guys from Moment and they go to Toronto, and um, you know, they're basically showing off kind of like a, a prototype to like some YouTubers and whatnot. And yeah, the, the footage they were shooting was really awesome looking. And one of the things that helped them get that awesome looking footage was they had the iPhone 10 mounted to the DJI Osmo, um, the, you know, the little uh gimbal. Thingy, And they uh, came out with a universal counterweight that fits the DJI Osmo, uh, both the first and second generation, and a couple other gimbals as well. Um, And it's like way cheaper than the counterweights that you can get from DJI or some other places that I've seen. Um, It's a lot less expensive, like half the price. Uh, So... I think that was the main things. Um, They also have a, uh, for that lens that I mentioned, they have a filter mount as well um, because the lens is a square shape. So it it needs its own special filter mount. And then um, for anyone that pre-ordered the filter mount for the other Moment lenses, I guess they're planning to start shipping those at the end of April.
3: Not soon enough.
1: No, no, I feel like I've been waiting a thousand years for it. I can't wait to get it.
3: So what's the difference then between using the anamorphic lens or say the the Moment wide lens and shooting in like, okay, with Filmic Pro, I was shooting yesterday uh, with the wide angle lens on the, you know, I put my phone on the Osmo and all that stuff, same setup they had. And I got the same effect, you know, a nice wide image. Or a nice wide frame, you know, it's got the black bars top and bottom, just like that anamorphic lens would produce. So, what's what's the advantage of having the anamorphic lens besides the flare? Um, uh,
1: there might not be one. Uh, the anamorphic lens is not as wide of a field of view as the the moment wide angle lens. Okay. Um, it's I would say it's like kind of like almost in between like the native lens of the iPhone and the wide angle lens. Um, so it's wider than, you know, the native lens, yeah. but not as wide as the wide angle lens. Um, you know, the, the main thing is, you know, if you want to get that f- the flares that would, that would be like yeah. really the, the real reason to get the lens. And, and I got to tell you, after watching the the video, I was half tempted Uh, right now they're, they're doing a Kickstarter on it. So you have to back it on Kickstarter. Um, They had a goal of $50,000 and they are at $895,369.
3: Yeah. They reached it in 41 minutes. They reached their goal. (laughs) Yeah. So the the only thing I can think of that might be advantageous to, to use this lens would be the fact that it uses the whole sensor, but then you're still getting a cropped image. See, there was a an anamorphic lens that came out a couple of years or so ago, and their claim to fame was that it used the whole sensor, but yet you still got this wide, um, you know, this wide view like that. So I don't know. I, I, I'm not. I'm not totally sold on it. If you get it, um, I'd be very interested to see what you think, quality-wise. And um, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be good. But I, I was shooting yesterday with the moment wide on it, and and I was really digging what I was going to get. So, and you'll you'll see some of that footage of once I get this video put together. Yeah. Yeah my my next moment product
1: would. Possibly it might be the battery case, although I, I I don't know why I think I need that because I, I probably don't need that. The battery lasts just fine, in my opinion, um, on the iPhone 10. <clears throat> but definitely the macro lens I will be getting for sure.
3: I could have used a battery case yesterday because when Michelle and I were out, you know, shooting the waterfalls and 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 I was doing some video work in that. In the f- about four hours maybe that we were out, my battery was full when I started and down to about um, 18% when I stopped.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's...
3: And that's on an eight plus, so that's a big battery. But the- And the other thing about this battery case that they're talking about here is that it has wireless charging too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that's a selling point or not.
1: So... <clears throat> Uh, back to your question about the advantage of this lens. I don't really understand how this works, but um, what they're saying is that somehow um, you're capturing this wide angle image with shallow depth of field and the perspective of a telephoto lens.
3: Okay. Okay. that's not, Now it's starting to make sense. If that's what it does, then I can, I can see that being a pretty cool thing. So yeah, it's uh,
1: definitely very interesting. Yeah, yeah. If you if you go on their um, Kickstarter and kind of like scroll down, um, they have kind of a bit of information about it. You know, it's uh the the Zoom or whatever you would want to call it is a one point three three time. Mm. Um, I, I don't really understand what that means because it's it's wider than the native lens, right? Yeah. So um, one, if I just saw one point three three, that would mean that it was a third tighter ah, yes. than the the right. the native lens, but it's not; it's wider. Interesting.
3: Mm. So, stupid question. This thing will fit all the other cases, right?
1: It will, yes. The same bayonet mount.
3: Okay.
2: Yeah, it allows you to shoot on any moment-supported device, including both horizontal and vertical dual-lens cameras. Simply loosen the screw and rotate to position that's right for your phone, it says.
3: Okay. Cool. Hmm, okay. And,
2: and, And the everything kit... On their Kickstarter, which is the battery case, the photo case, the various lenses, the lens pen, the universal counterweight, is only $999. Ooh, oh, wow. And they sold 40 out of the 50 they have of those. Wow. <laughs> wow.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what... It, that's a testament to uh, what they have, what kind of product they have, because, you know, if it was any other Joe blow out there trying to do something, you know, they'd be begging and pleading where, you know, they didn't have to beg or plead or anything. They just, they have a good quality product.
1: Yeah, they, they really do. And I think they have a pretty, uh, you know, loyal following Um, and, and, I don't know. I do think that there's people, I mean, I, I suppose it's like this with any brand really that has fans, they'll, they'll buy anything that the brand puts out iPhone. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. So, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's funny because, you know, I'm, I'm watching the, the video that they put out about all this stuff and the real thing that i wanted like really badly after watching the video was a gimbal yeah it's pretty cool to have i was like man if i had a gimbal i'd shoot a whole lot more video because it really looks awesome
3: yeah yeah because it's nice to be able to walk through the woods and have a nice smooth video capture
0: You don't like the Jello effect and the bouncing up and down and, (laughs) and, and and the, the, uh, the vertical, uh, um, framing. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's cool. Well, we're going to keep you guys updated on what moment has. And, uh, and hopefully, hopefully they'll, uh, probably, uh, shock everybody and come out sooner. But uh, no promises. All right. Uh, Anything else before we move on to post pick of the week? Mm -hmm. All right. I'll take that as a yes. (laughs) (laughs) Or I mean, a no. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Here we go. Post pick of the week. All right. This week it is Greg's turn, so take it away, Greg.
3: Okay. I hope I don't sound too biased with this pick.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs>
3: but I think it's an absolutely phenomenal image, and it was by none other than my cousin Michelle, who's in the chat room, and it's a yeah. one of the shots that she did yesterday. Uh, there's um, water flowing all over, you know, in different directions over this you know, different levels of rock in this formation. And she used slow shutter. And I can tell you that she used camera plus to edit it using the, um, clarify or clarity, sorry, clarity, um, function in that. And it just, it's just really, really cool. Um, I, I, I don't know. I wish I would had taken the same darn picture, but, um, she just did a fantastic job on it. And I certainly thought, you know, it's it's well worth the mention.
0: Yeah, absolutely. What are your thoughts, Matt?
3: Yeah, I think this is.
1: Uh, I'm not uh, pandering here at all when I say this. I, I mean this sincerely. It's one of the most beautiful, uh, intimate water scenes that I think I've ever seen, especially with an iPhone. Just the uh, the motion, you know, that she was able to capture the way this water is flowing over this little this stair step rock. The uh, the contrast is just awesome, and uh, honestly, I wish I was there to shoot the same
0: picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are your thoughts, uh, Dave?
2: Yeah, I mean it's just mind blowing in terms of. Hey, let me ask great. How big was the rock that she was shooting? Um,
3: that it, it's hard you know, to tell okay. scale here. At, at the bottom of the frame, you see it kind of levels out. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it only rises up a couple of feet. Um, okay. Uh, I would say probably a, a couple of feet, and then at the top of the frame, you can see it keeps going up a little higher. Uh, these are very um, uh, small incremental rises in the cascade um because just downstream from where we were there was an actual uh waterfall that probably goes down probably about 80 to 100 feet oh wow but um uh but this is the kind of thing that's you know all throughout this section of the river so there's all kinds of opportunities for for photos of this nature it was really cool to get out there and do this
2: and it just turned out so amazing oh yeah the one thing that I'm kind of drawn to, it sounds kind of weird, is a little section kind of in the front right um, that looks like a little shelf up there where you have all this movement going all the way around. You have the little still area that actually looks like there's a little mini waterfall inside the whole scene.
3: Yeah, yeah, I see it.
2: I mean, just really amazing, Michelle. Congrats.
0: yeah it's uh yeah slow shutter cam has continued to um be a very useful tool for us for um you know for us with our iPhones and you know i you know i'd love to see them you know become more innovative too that would be uh that would be good but uh i hope i hope that they don't go and do what some of these other ones and just fall off of the face of the earth but uh yeah michelle this is a a beautiful image and uh i don't think there's much more that i could add so congratulations you're our post pick of the week if you want to be featured as post pick of the week go on to instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter the other way is to go onto our Facebook group and look for our pin post, which is, uh, this, uh, so we got one more week of macro and, uh, you can go on there, uh, add your image. And next week we'll pick from our, uh, weekly photo challenge. Um, but on the off weeks like this, we go to Instagram. So congratulations, Michelle. All right. Uh, anything else before we wrap up?
3: I think that about covers it.
0: Yep. Very cool. Well, let me go ahead and grab this, and let's. This. We came. We saw. We kicked it that That's right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's go around the table and tell everybody where they can find you. Let's start with you, Greg.
3: You can find me on Instagram at Macmillan photo and on Twitter at Macmillan underscore photo. And I'm also um, at the artful eye photography community with just my name, Greg Macmillan. And on day flash, my username is Macmillan.
0: Very Cool. Dave, tell everybody where they can find you. You
2: can find me on Instagram and Twitter as Prof Pod uh, in the Facebook group as Dave Podner.
0: Awesome. And Matt. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you.
1: All right. When I'm not uh, touring the presidential plane, Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I am Twitter and the Artful Eye Photography Community at M Hoffman Photo.
0: Awesome. I had to play it one more time before I put it into the archives. (laughs) (laughs) You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferrera. You can also find me on, uh, let's see, what's it called? Day? Day Flash. I just had... Day Flash as Joseph Ferrer also. And uh, I'm looking forward to to playing around with that. You can find uh, links to our YouTube channel, our Patreon, our Facebook group, and our show notes all by going to tinyshutter.com. All right, gentlemen, uh, it's time to say goodnight to everybody. So uh, on the count of three, say goodnight. One, two, three.
2: Goodnight, everybody
0: Good night. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Molski, what's our trajectory? Ninety five percent certain this will end in massive (laughs) flaming disaster. And the other five percent irrelevant, sir. Nothing. Absolutely
1: nothing.
0: We're we're gonna ask you last because I imagine yours is gonna be a lot better than ours. I don't don't know. I don't know.
1: I'm still processing it. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think we all would be. Yeah.
0: Wow. All right. Yeah,
2: hold on. Uh,
0: Was that on your side, uh, Dave?
2: Excuse me.
0: I'm going to go with yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Leo. Leo, Leo. 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 Record this. <laughs> it's recording. <laughs> you don't behind so. the pressure.
1: So what what he didn't tell you is he got a new pet octopus. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and three chipmunks.
2: <laughs>
1: they apparently need a lot of exercise. <laughs> 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 is is uh, is Mixler hearing this right now? Yes they oh, are. Yeah. Awesome. Pet Rhino. Hey.
2: <laughs> <laughs> No, he's running away from me.
1: I think Leo is a lion. Actually,
0: yeah, Leo must be a lion.
1: <laughs> yeah. That is solid. I that loved was it. awesome. Yeah, I loved everything about that.
0: Oh,
2: Leo. Leo, where'd you go to? <laughs>
1: If I had a nickel for every time I lost a dog behind a dresser, I think Leo's a cat, whatever cat
3: dog. Uh.
2: (sighs)
0: That was epic, Dave (laughs) 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 Michelle says, run Leo, run (laughs) Are you putting your desk back together, Dave? (laughs) I have an idea for a new podcast. (laughs) Name that noise.
1: (laughs) Welcome to Joe and Matt's Furniture Moving Podcast.
2: Exactly.
0: That was epic, Dave.
2: That was crazy. The one cat jumped behind the one dresser. Uh And normally he can jump up from behind the dresser on top of the dresser to get out. But he kept on having trouble and he kept on jumping up and falling Uh back down. Jumping up and falling back down. (laughs) And I was trying to catch him so I can at least get him up so he wouldn't hurt himself. You know, he was completely out of control and panicky. And eventually he got underneath the dresser, (laughs) as cats can do. And he ran out of the room and ran over the dogs and (laughs) ran back. And I'm just trying to make sure he didn't hurt himself. Yeah. Uh, uh,
0: I I have it all recorded for posterity. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! Play that back at half speed. Oh, Oh. need to throw some like boing and and all that type of stuff in there. Wham and pow. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, let's get this shindig on the road. Sounds good.